Good evening, Jonathan. Good evening. Good, e- good, good evening. Good evening and welcome <laughs> to this week's ra- this week's random rankings. How are you? It's, it's terribly polite today. I know. I know. It is. It is. It is. Uh, are you well? I'm. I'm. I'm very well. Excellent. Do we need to talk about first of all um, the texting earlier where you were basically contemplating civilization? <laughs> <laughs> are you okay? I know I, it's not I, National I, Mental Health Day. But I'm going to ask, uh, am I okay? are you okay? Um, I sensed you weren't. It, it's, uh, it, it's what you do when you read The Guardian, it really... <laughs> it, it can't... Uh, yeah, it was, um, it was a bit of a, 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 a... It was a bit of a cosmic freakout, man. It was a very good article, but I didn't, it didn't surprise me or worry me, but it's, it, I think it worried you more. Yeah, it basically says we're, we're all screwed, there's nothing we can do about it, and it's all going to happen literally, you know, in our generation. So that's, that's concerning. Okay, well, let's not uh, dilly dally. I mean, more, more for you, obviously, because you are um, a propagator of the species. Oh, yes, I have a child. That is correct. Okay, well, let's move on. Okay, well, that was short, short and sharp. This week, well, I just want to make sure that, uh, you know, if there was any mental health issues, we discussed it through. No, I was a, in case I was going to start breaking, good, to uh, cry halfway through. I was a good friend, is basically okay, what I was that's checking nice, that's in, nice. in front of all our many, many listeners. Can I have a hug? No, no, oh. not yet. Okay, this week's podcast. Can I have a plane going over? There's always planes going over. There's always planes going over. Great sporting moments. Yes. Is our topic of discussion for this week's random rankings. Do do you feel in any way that you are able to talk to this topic? Yes. Really? Yes. Do you you feel knowledgeable on such topics? So uh, yes, I do. But I've I've gone at the angle I've gone at is that it's my favourite greatest sporting moments. Right. In terms of things that I remember that, you know, are great, memorable, slightly ridiculous, you know. Okay. Quite quite spectacular, yeah. unique, I suppose. You know, the first one of these we ever did was, was Royals. And the whole idea was you, we were kind of making this shit up as we went along. Yeah. And, and then we went, we went on to topics that I, I, I felt I actually had some something to say before we started doing some research. And now, because you, you know I don't know anything about sport. I, I know as much about sport as you know, Joan of Arc knew about arc welding. Mm-hmm. Um, so so I've, I've looked some things up. That's fine. That's fine. But before we get into specific yes. known sporting moments, have you reflected on your own personal greatest sporting moments in terms of sporting stuff you did at school or I, university? I, I was, um, embarrassingly, uh, particularly for me now, I was quite sporty. Uh, now, uh, what were you good at, John? I, I ran the 100 metres for Hampshire. Right. And I was on the England reserve list one year, and you know what they thought? <laughs> we'll go with someone better. I really? Which was, yeah, which, which, which was a good call in retrospect. Uh, no, I, I was. I was at that, so we, it was a, a weird time because uh, I don't know if you know, but children's sport goes in two-year categories, mm-hmm. uh, and so I was I always. So for some reason, you go up from I don't know juniors to colts and colts to seniors and whatever it, it is. It's probably different here. Uh, every other year, and I seem to be in the odd year because around Southampton, where where I was, where, where I was uh, uh, having my sporting moment. Um, we had some amazing athletes. Uh, so Team Southern were the, the, the big team there. I've, I've just ran for Southampton. But, um, and they had people like Roger Black and Chris Akabusi. Who? who? Never heard of them. Bullshit. <laughs> of course I'm bullshitting. All right. Roger, so, Roger Black, uh, he was quite good at the 400. Yes. And Chris Akabusi was a hurdler. Uh, and eights for some reason. 
Uh, and both of them went on to win Olympic things and represent their country. But I was in the opposite year. So every no. other year I would get... It was a disappointment. I would get a break. Yes, yeah, so every, time, every time they were... Um, and, and not just them, but, but a few other people. So for some reason, I was just in a year of hopeless bastards. Right. Uh, so I, I, I managed to shine. But um, no, it was good. It was, it was, it's terrifying, though, because it consumes your entire life as a child. I, I remember being... Uh, oh, God, this is... Oh, I didn't intend to go into this. Um, when I was at you going to cry? When I was at school, as in, you know, child school. Child school? Child school. Uh, right, so what does that mean? Um, I did primary like and secondary. Yeah, like junior school. Right, up to what age? Uh, I, I don't know, when do you, you leave that at, what? 11? S- uh, so 16 is when you leave secondary school. First, Yeah, so it'd be something like that. It's about 11. And I remember not, not sleeping for nights before the school sports day because I just had to win. Oh, right. Which is, you know, I mean, like, uh, uh, you know, I mean the, the 100 is g- nearly as important as the egg and spoon race. So, you know... Um, Three-legged um, race. Yeah, but both of which I, I was, yeah, favoured in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I remember being really, really quite... And, and then later on, I used to do um, rugby in the off-season as well. And you're basically, the first time you do that, because you had to run for 80 minutes rather than, like, 11 seconds or something, you just chuck up. It's fantastic. Yeah, right. So anyway, yeah, back when I was fit. Um, 10-9, by the way, is my... How old were is, you? Is my fastest 100. So how there you go. How old were you? I've started with fact... No, ten nine. How old were you? I was fifteen when I ran ten nine. So you would have got quicker. No, because uh, in fact, that's the reason I stopped. That that, and of course, I took up smoking. Um, but right. um, no, I'm joking about smoking. Um, but um, no. So what happened is I grew up very young, and then I just didn't grow up again. So I I haven't changed height since I was like fourteen. So I play, So did you play any other sports apart from athletics? Well, that's not really a sport, is it? Well, it's, it's just running. Okay. But was there it's, any it's, other types? So, yeah, I, 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 I know it's very pure, but running isn't really a sport. It's just not stopping. Well, it's a sport, isn't it? I mean, it, it's the purest thing in the world. You know, How fast can someone get from A to B? It's, it's the purest thing in the world. The purest sport in the world. Right. Okay. Not okay. saying it's the best sport in the world, but it is, it is inherently simple. Do you think that uh, what's the fast guy called? Usain Bolt. Yeah. Do you think at his age, your age, you could have beaten him? No. I told you. I, I literally, I, I, I was getting no faster at all. Whereas the guys who were, you know, people like the, the people who went on to be successful were bulking up and getting bigger and faster and everything else, and I just wasn't doing it. Is there any rumour of... Did you ever get any like, phone calls from like Nike or Adidas going, look, we should, we should definitely catch up and have a chat? Nike or Adidas? <laughs> or Puma. <laughs> yeah, all the time. Yeah. Mate, well, on, on a, high-tech. We, yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> I did have high-tech spikes. I owned spikes. Yeah, well, that yeah. was quite serious. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, it's good. I, I feel a bit embarrassed about it. I, I was hoping we weren't going to cover that. Why? I want to talk about my I was about to say, so I've got to moments. ask you about yours, yeah. Oh, I've got a few. So I did, was... Did you have a trial for Man U that you haven't told no, me about? No, I was never... No, I was never anything exceptional. But I did a lot, so I played football. So, right, so so by the definition, you played football, therefore you were more successful. You, you could be a triple gold medal in the UK in any sport that isn't football, and no one will give a shit. But for some reason, every time I'm back home, you kind of get the paper and the f- like 26 pages about football and then one page with everything else that's ever been on. Unless a cricket song. I haven't finished. So, football, 
basketball. Right. Cricket. Basketball? Yes. Yes, I played at the school level and at the university level. Um, now, we're, we're friends, so I'm yeah. going to be gentle. Um, <laughs> you're not ideally suited to basketball. What do you mean? I'm not black? No, I, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> we're... I thought we weren't going to edit anything out of this. Um, no, you, you're not. You're not tall. I'm not you? tall. No, but I was quite good at passing the ball. Right. And good. I was not bad at shooting as well. I, you know, well, that, if, that, that, that is most of the game. Well, no, but I could if I got near the the basket and there well, was someone lifted tall, you up. There was a tall person. <laughs> or, then or, it was or, usually, or a stepladder. It was usually game over. Right. Um, but I played a basketball a lot. But I, but, but I have some claims. So uh, with basketball, my greatest sporting moment was we got through to the semi-finals of the Northern Scotland Championships. Ah, uh, yep. Uh, and then it all massively S- fell apart. S- second only to the NBA, I think. Very close. Yeah, very close. A yeah. feeder to the NBA, <laughs> the Northern Scots school, school League. Um, okay. We we were the Highland Cricket Cricket Championships at school, right? But it was only two teams, only two schools. It was ourselves and Olness, but we beat them. Sorry, hang on. So in the Highlands, there's only two schools that play cricket. Yeah, that's fantastic. I know. Well, it's you know, it's basically the final every time you you play. So, so we used to have fights with the school next to us. I, I, don't, I don't know why there was two schools next to each other, and, and, and you know, I don't, don't, don't care to think back and, and run logic over it. But, but we had two schools next to each other, and they were somehow different. I can't remember why. And we used to have fights between the schools, because that's what you do when you're a kid. Yeah, right. So, so basically, but we were the only two schools that took part in those fights. So basically, you had the cricket version of that. Yeah, yeah. So that, that is prestigious. Yeah, no, it's great. It's great. Uh, but, uh, and then I suppose my other great sporting moment was... Uh, university, were, we were the Hall of Residence uh, table tennis champions. <laughs> I was a key part of that. Oh, I thought you were going to say beer pong. No, I'm no. deeply disappointed it's not beer, beer pong. Beer pong probably hadn't been created by that point. I mean, we're talking about the early 90s. It's, it's not created, it's begotten, not made. But my greatest moment was being part of the Cunning Linguists. Um, careful. Uh, it is a football team. Right. Uh, that was managed by both uh, my brother Simon yes. and our American fan, Alex. Oh, really? Okay. Yes, so they were co-managers and we were the third division uh, of the Sunday League uh, at university. And, and we won the whole goddamn thing. Didn't lose a game in what, one what, season. How many, how many teams? I, de- I dare not ask. Like last time was two. 10, 11, 12. Significant. That's good. It was really good. It was a remarkable season because before that, the team I, I didn't play for the for them before that. I don't think that was maybe my first or second season. Anyway, they weren't very good for right. many seasons before that. Uh, and then after that, we were terrible because I took on the mantle of managing the team and could only muster about eight so, players. So, uh, so, are you owning up to the fact your brother is significantly better than you? Uh, and he, managing the team, yeah. They he, did a really he, he will be listening to this on pain of death. I know. So, um, no, no. Yeah, no, they did a really good job. Anyway, we just had a, a really good... Go, that, that sounds like a biplane. Are you talking about the planes? Yeah. It's probably a Rex. Or a Qantas Link. It's probably... It sounds like the red... Anyway, talking about the Barry, Cunning Barry, Lingus. Right, go on. Right, go on. Sorry. Anyway, Sorry. it was a magical season. We won, I think it was 13 games in all, something like that. 
Won all of them, won the league. What what position did you play? I was left back. I was left back as well. And then I was then I was in goal. There which, you go. which, which I think is basically like saying you're not good enough to be no, left back. No, I was in defence, Alex, uh, our American fan. He's not American, but is in America. He from, was in defence. He was very good in defence. And we had a couple of locals as well, which were really good. And so I was up front. It was great. So that was my greatest sporting moment on a personal level. I've never, you see, I, I, having had a, a, um, a very small family and, and most of them being quite geographically diverse, I never got to play in a, a, a team with my family. That would have been awesome. Mm. It was really good. I mean, Sai so so, si basically taught me to play football. And then when Nick was um, old enough, he was the one that was like always in goal. Right. Out of the three of us, because that's the most important position. In goal? Yeah. Yeah, because... When there's three brothers and you're the youngest, yeah. being in goal is the most important position. He used to buy it every time. He actually became very good in goal. Right. I played shinty for a bit. Did you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Isn't, isn't that like hockey for even bigger lunatics? It's hockey without rules and sharper edges. Right. So, it, right. That's, that's not good. I didn't play for very long because it was, how dead, you, it how was you, deadly. How are your shins? I played hockey only, only twice. Um, and I've got a, a bit missing out of my shin as a result. Uh, they're fine, but I didn't, my shinty career was short-lived because it was deadly, so right. I gave up. Uh, but both my cousins... Sorry, uh, I wasn't expecting to talk about any of this, but, ne- but things are going off in my head. <laughs> there are ideas and thoughts and memories. Go, go, um, go. 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 So, loving yeah, it, loving it. So both my cousins play for, I think, for the county. So um, uh, Liam, and Stu- Liam and Stuart. No, no, uh, at, uh, at cricket. And their father was a... Uh, an umpire and did did some tests and things. Mm-hmm. Um, and look, you know we were talking about this earlier on that you remember things and in retrospect they might not actually be true. I'll tell you the stories I remember it. I, I don't know if it is, it's actually true. So my my uncle is, is very very keen on on cricket. Uh, he's an umpire and he, he lives and breathes stuff. Um, and above his mantelpiece is this picture of I think it's an under England to under twenty one thing. Uh, that's irrelevant. The point is that on the other end, so he's umpiring one end, and on the other end is Dickie Bird. Oh, Dickie. And, and Dickie had signed it with something like, oh, you were right about that call, Gordon, sorry. You know, or whatever. Anyway, this is above his, above the fireplace, and then uh, to the side, there's a much, much smaller photo uh, from his wedding. So, uh, you know... It, Dickie it's Bird got is pride of place. Pride of place, yeah, exactly. Um, but no, they, so I was I was basically target practice. I, when I was a kid, I used to stand there with my pads on, and then like whatever senior pads they had, with a bit of gaffer tape around them and a BMX helmet. While my two cousins were, who were older than me would basically throw balls at me, and I'd try and hit them. Did your dad play cricket? No, dad's not a sporty chap. Well, he played very good golf. He's a good golfer, your dad. He's an exceptionally annoyingly good golfer. Um, and, and, and he knows the theory as well, which makes it even worse. No, my dad was a was a cricketer. He was a keen uh, cricketer. Uh, he was a bowler. He was a spinner. Um, so I kind of used to sort of, I suppose, get a few tips from him. But I was never great at cricket. So I was always better at cricket than I was. But it was always just good fun. But but you but you have your your magnificent moment during the football. So of the, being part of the cunning linguists. Yeah, that's, that's linguists. I, I I got that. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. I just think you're worried about. Us getting checked out by Apple. Yeah. We'll be fine. Yeah. We've got three of them already up anyway. Right, okay. Anyway, um, so uh, that was uh, reflection on... Let, let, let's not swear then. Personal greatest sporting moments. Clitoris. Um, now, um, uh, let's talk about... Well, let, as, as we're doing childhood stuff and sport, 
Do you remember Superstars on TV? Da, 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 da. Is that it? Yeah, that one. Yeah. Yeah. Can you do the whole thing? With Brian Can... Jacks? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes! See, I was... Uh, right, now, do you... Right, so Brian Jacks. Uh, okay. And Keegan. Kevin yeah. Keegan was in it, wasn't so, he? Yeah, he was. It's basically, it's, it's like this fetish for squat thrusts. Yeah. Do you know how many... So, but for those who don't know, Brian Jacks dominated the British and European version. This is straight off the interwebs. Uh, <laughs> of the contest from 1979 to 1980. So an enormous run of wow. two years. Yeah, I know. Winning four titles over two years, though. That I don't understand. I presume it was, it was probably Britain and Europe. Of superstars. Um, yeah, of superstars. Uh, did really well in the gym tests, including... And this is quite good. 100 parallel bar dips in 60 seconds. That's yeah. hard. Yeah, that's, that's, that's no fucky aroundy time. Um, and 118 squat thrusts in 60 seconds. That's pretty good. Yeah, that, I, I, he must have had his hands like Velcro to the floor, otherwise... Squat uh, thrust. It's yeah, a good yeah. word, isn't it? So can you... So I, I'll start my first little question. Can you name five of the sports that did in Superstars? Oh, lordy, lordy. Uh, well, can I just use the two that you just told me? Well, well, squat thrust. So no, no, the, the actual sport, not not the gym tests, which were separate, oh. but the sports. Oh. So gym tests were a thing, but there was there, there were sports that they took part in. What like long jump? Long jumps not in there. Uh, fencing. No. <laughs> fencing. <laughs> yeah, they got they got they, Kevin Keegan was great at fencing. Um, right. I. I I really am going to struggle here. Right, really? You don't high jump. High jump's not in there either. Triple jump. No, no jumping. Okay. <laughs> Darts. <laughs> Billiards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Darts. 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 Darts have been like the norm. Oh, so tossing the caber. What? So they got. So this is a European competition, and they put tossing the caber in. So I, I don't, I, I obviously just remember Kevin Keegan, Brian Jackson, the theme music, and that's it. Yeah, have your trunks just kicked in or something? No, no, like, don't. Right, we shall, we shall have tossing the caber. Can you and, give me a clue? Yes, it's normal sports. Football? Yes, football soccer skills were in there. Really? To, do you remember they had to run between all of the... Oh, that, yeah. They had, they had like, the poles and they had to go, you know, yeah. Ke- Keegan was Keegan all right. Keegan was all right. That. Yeah, it was yeah. quite tasty. Brian Jacks shit. Um, yeah. So what was it, Brian Jacks? Was he so, a judo guy? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. He had. Uh, I think. I think he got some. Uh, didn't didn't he he, was Olympic, wasn't he? Uh, he I he think was he, was, he was in the Olympics, but I think didn't he get uh, our oh, our our back when I was British? Uh, he got England's first World Championship. So I, I, mm. I don't, that I didn't look up. I, I seem to Blonde remember. Hair. That. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He he looked like like a, a baddie off uh, the Running Man or something. Yeah. Um, anyway, a hundred meter sprint, half mile, which is apparently eight hundred meters. I had no idea half mile was eight hundred meters. Uh, obstacle course, steeplechase, which I think means you've got to take a horse. Weightlifting. Do you remember yeah, they did weightlifting? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Keegan wasn't as good as that. Uh, soccer skills, rowing, tennis. Tennis. What a good idea. Really? Yeah, tennis, basketball. You'd have you'd been all right. Yeah. Bicycle racing, uh, <laughs> shooting and swimming. <laughs> shooting, I did that. Now you're telling me. You remember the I shooting, remember the don't shooting. you? Yeah, yeah. I do remember the shooting. With, with the little metal things that went down. Tangent a little bit, but yeah. did you watch the Krypton Factor? Uh, that was the quiz. Oh, that was the ITV one, but well, they used to do an obstacle course at the end. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, what was what was the the it the wasn't music. it wasn't like the thingy game. What was the one with the Aspidistra? 
Crystal Maze. Crystal Maze, yes, it wasn't that then. <laughs> I don't know. Is it? Are we just naming shit from the 80s? Yeah, I know. Well, aren't we going to do the 80s in the future? So we should stop naming yeah, stuff yeah. from the 80s. Yeah. Right, but, but speaking of things from the, uh, speaking of the 80s, uh, how about Kickstart and Junior Kickstart? Do you remember that? That was the motorbike one. Yeah. <laughs> these are your great sporting moments, John. <laughs> no, these are just, just things, right. like, okay. things I remember of that Who time. Who presented Kickstart? No idea. Peter Purvis. Was it? <laughs> Honestly, yeah, it was. So, Doctor Who? No, what? No, you're thinking of Pertwee. Oh, Pertwee, no, Peter John, John was the Blue Peter guy. Right, so jo- yes, John Pertwee and Peter Purvis, not it's the same just, person. This is two middle-aged men <laughs> with very bad memories <laughs> talking about <coughs> stuff vaguely related to sport. Okay, fine. So, yes, yes, Let, let's move on from Junior Kickstart uh, into something more sensible. So have you got a greatest sporting moment memory that you want to talk about? For me personally? Yeah. No. Okay. Good. <laughs> this is going well, isn't it? Uh, all right. Well, look, um, I, I obviously did a bit of work on this. And as I said did at you? the start, it's more about personal recollections and memories around sporting moments. Uh, but we'll please, start with... Please don't with... make any of these about Jane Dando. No, we'll start with Paul Gascoigne. Oh, Gaza. Gaza, not have not the one where he had to cry. Um, that was well. That was, that was very touching. I do have the England nineteen ninety World Cup in there. Yeah, which does include him have, crying. Having a cry, yeah. Against Germany. Yes, that was. It, I, I was in a pub in London. That was. Um, that was in, in very touching. But my memory. Fucking annoying, I think as well. My memory. So obviously, do you remember when Gaza went to Rangers? Mm-hmm. And this was. The latter stages of his career, I would say. So, sort of the late 90s. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch... Did you ever watch football, generally? No, you didn't, did you? I was you? a Legion United fan, so no. Okay. Um, were you aware of any controversy whilst he was at Rangers? This isn't the one where he grabbed someone by the... Uh... No, that was... That was uh... Uh, thingy who's in Snatch and all those sort of things uh, grabbed him by the nuts. Vinnie Jones. Vinnie Jones. Didn't no, that was when he was at Newcastle. Right, right start okay. his career. So you're completely wrong. Right, so I, I told okay. you this is not going well. So you know the old firm match. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Rangers and Celtic. Yeah, it was not. It's a bit, you know, it's a bit baity. Yes, I, I, I've been in Scotland when that was on. So have I. And told to stay indoors. As an Englishman, apparently I could be seen. I was at the Barrowlands in Glasgow seeing the Smashing Pumpkins right. and it was the night of the old firm and I walked out and I'd lost my mates and I said if I lost them I said I'd meet them at the car park came out one side of the street uh, Celtic fans other side Rangers fans shouting very aggressively at each other so I walked down the middle of the road it was horrible it was really really horrible did, did, um, did in the words of Clarkson did a little bit of poo come out it wasn't very nice I just kept my head down anyway right. in 1998 yes Gaza was playing for Rangers and it was against Celtic and he scored and he imitated playing the flute what why because he's mental now <laughs> basically that was a dig at the Catholics because that was, he was imitating a march, the marching band playing the sash. Right. Which is the marching tune that the, yeah, the yeah. Orangemen basically used to play. Yes. So it was a massive pop at the Catholics. And he got, he, he essentially had to go into hiding for that. And apparently, 
um, he got a threat from the IRA. He got a death threat from the IRA for doing it. That's that's not ideal. It's crazy, isn't it? So that's how crazy he was. That's how ridiculously over the top and, in some respects, quite fun. <laughs> in a kind of dangerous kind of way. So were you, were you a big football? Because this is a problem. I, I, as you know, I, I support Leeds United, which is which is um, uh, 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 an issue. Yep. Um, so I, I just went off watching football because it's a bit. It is a bit like having a broken tooth. You know, you can't stop sort of prodding it. So every so often, I do have to sort of go and see what's on the, what's what's happening, and, and oh, we're losing. So oh. when so when the, the the era of Harry Cool and Cantona and all that, you were bang into them. Can we? Yeah, you see, you're assuming I remember any of that. I, 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 so when they were. I think they won the league. They were semi-final, the final of the European well, I was about to say, we, And we were going all the way until it went not well. So that you remember that sort of era? I, I do remember that sort of era. Well, I'm a Newcastle to... fan, so I'm not much better. Right, fine. So I was always nearly, we were always nearly great, but never, never great. I, you see, I, I, I just, nowadays, as you know, I, I watched a bit of AFL. When when I because you, you come to Australia and you say right oh, what, yes. what, what should we go and watch you know so stadium sports were were obviously not a thing and then then I came here and I was like well, well you can't watch football because it's it's actually very good now but at the time it was a bit second rate. Um, How and, many times and, did you make a pilgrimage to the AFL final? Uh, I've been twice. Oh uh, five and oh six. We were there for so uh, Jason, our mate, and I and I went two years running. We were there for the year we won by one point and the year we lost by one point. Um, was it both years was West Coast? Yeah, the oh, Weagles, yeah. Um, yeah. and it was it, they were spectacular. I mean, particularly the one we won because it was it was our last minute. I mean, the one we came close on the following year we didn't deserve to be. We 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 played terribly, but the, the um, and they just nearly choked. Um, but the one the one the two thousand five was amazing. It was literally there was the last minute mark, and that was just one of those unbelievable. I've, I've still got a video of, of Jason and I just screaming away like a, a pair of idiots. And that's pretty much the only thing I remember because we went to these fantastic three-day grand final parties. And so, <laughs> so the the rest of the weekend is just this sort of blur of vodka. Um, but no, that that was absolutely fantastic. And the the problem now is I don't tend to go to very much in the stadiums because it's all sort of mid-strength beer and disappointment. And and that's that's not the pro the point of going to. I mean, the whole point is to go with your mates and hang out and have a good yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you want to watch the game properly, you go and watch it in a pub, right? Um, well, we used to go though quite a lot, didn't we? Yeah, we on did. a Sunday. Yeah, but with uh, with Gilberthorpe and his excellent. Uh, that's his, right. His excellent commentary. Commentary. Good fisting. Yeah, yeah, that's um, right. That's right. But that was when it was the hill, and it was a bit sort of you know. Yeah, you were you were on the grass. It was great. It was great. It was really um, good. But I think you, I remember actually talking about the, the mid-strength beer. Were you? Did you go to the Ashes the year that they brought in? Because the, the Barmy Army had had a, an interesting tour. Um, be fine. Before, yeah, and, yes, and it was. It's quite hard work drinking mid-strength beer at the Ashes. Well, it's, it's pointless. I mean, yeah. drinking mid-strength beer. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm. Well, I am an alcoholic, but um, but the whole point is that it, it just it isn't particularly nice stuff. But they brought in they they made all the beer mid strength for the Barmy Army, but they hadn't done all the rest of the drinks yet. Yeah, right. Um, and so all the Barmy Army were drinking Chardonnay. Right. And they, you know they do all the singing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, we are the army, the Shardy Army, <laughs> and it is light and it is crisp. You know, and all this sort of thing all down then. Shardy Army, Shardy Army. It was excellent. It was. I don't yeah. Know. It, Eight hours on the shardy, though. 
Yeah, well, I mean, work. how do you think that went? Oh. Honestly, but this is the thing. You get people on the beer for eight hours and they just go out afterwards and, you know, have a couple more pints and a bite to eat and go to sleep. Eight hours of Chardonnay. They'd be unwell. Yeah, it was, yeah it, was, it was not great. And, of course, those guys are doing five days and then another five days somewhere else. So I there got, you go, Gascoigne. Gas uh, imitating playing the flute against Celtic. Not that's a, good. Not a good call. That, no, that's actually. But excellent. it is quite memorable. Not, not in a great way. Like, I'm not defending what he did, but it was just one of those memories of his... his Evil, mental, crazy genius. <laughs> are, are you going to have the one with uh, what's his name jumping in the uh, in the audience and then claiming that he was the son of God or a whale or whatever it was? Who the uh, Cantona? Oh no, I haven't got Cantona. Really? No, no, no. I've got no Cantona. You, 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 on you the list. Not, as you're doing football, you've missed an opportunity there. The only other football thing I've well, no, I've got two other footballs. Obviously, the 1990 World Cup because it was a real. Uh, it was probably the greatest English side I've ever seen in terms of their performance, even though we, I think we only got through the quarterfinals against Germany, wasn't it? Or semi-finals. I don't, I don't. Anyway, they were, they were fantastic and it was, you know, manager was Bobby Robson, who was a, gr- a great manager. It was a great team with Lineker and Gaza, everybody. And it was a real family affair because we all got massively into it. So that was the only other one uh, of the British ones that I've got. And then... Um, I've got one more, but I'll, I'll come to that later on because that might be in my top three. Oh, right, okay. So um, what have you got? But, but, well, you see, my, mine are, so when we're chatting about this, I, I thought I should do the alternative sports. Yeah, that's um, fine. So, as you know, I'm quite a keen, well, I'm not a keen cyclist. I'm not keen anything. I'm a begrudging cyclist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but, I, but I like getting out, you know. Um, getting uh, all in ones on. Oh, I do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I do. <laughs> Actually, sorry, I, 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 I've forgotten about this. So, you know, uh, Matt and I have been uh, going out to uh, Watson's Bay in the morning. Yeah. So How's that going? Uh, well, he's, he's away at the moment. He's been pissing down rain for the last couple of weeks, so it's going, it's going terribly. But we, but we did, we did a, a couple of weeks where we just got up every morning, six o'clock on the bikes, Watson's Bay, back around again. And you get, back, you get home by seven o'clock, right? So it, it, it's an hour, but it, it's a tough hour because it's up and down a lot. But the thing is, it's pitch black when you start, and then... The sun comes up, and then obviously it's beautiful as you go down to Watson's Bay. You've got the sun over the over the heads there, over the uh, you know over the horizon. It's just achingly beautiful. But the point is, you do set off, and it's pitch black. So you've got the lights on, everything else. Anyway, so about two thirds of the way out to the, the heads, there's, there's a big hill, um, and, and and Matt's fitter than I am, right? So he, he usually beats me up, and he's, he's having a little bit of a stretch at the top, and as I I turn up wheezing and, and trying not to die. <laughs> Um, and I did, I did that and got, got off the bike quickly just to have a bit of a stretch. And Matt um, just starts pissing himself laughing. Because I, I obviously got dressed. I try not to wake, wake Paula up when I, when I leave. Um, so I'd got dressed in the dark as well. And, and I'd put my shorts on, my, my short, my one thing, yeah. on inside out. Right. So, you nice. know, the pad, yeah. which is bright red, yeah, yeah. it's on the other side. <laughs> You look like a baboon. I look like a fucking idiot. It was, I mean, and there's no hiding it because this is a, this is a white thing. So with this big red, right? And I was just there going, well, I'm just going to have to own this now. It's not like you can get changed because <laughs> uh, because you are photos. You're you're down as, as nature intended you. Did you take it, photos? No, no, oh. no. We, we don't we don't take it. So I had to write. I had to write all the way down. But as you get down to Watson's Bay, there's always people. There's there's serious cycle teams doing laps down there, and a normal car could go past and not notice. A cyclist is is going to notice that you've yeah, got it on inside yeah, right, out, yeah. and you could see them all looking at me going. 
circumstances. Yeah. So that was, yeah, that, that was not a bad. But um, so, so my, obviously my, my uh, I don't know if, I don't, I don't know if heroes, but um, I was always quite fascinated by Miguel Inurain. The, Who? Uh, so he, he's a, a cyclist from a kind of a, a generation ago, maybe. Uh, won five consecutive Tour de France's and two Giro uh, uh, d'Italia's. So what sort of, are we talking about the 80s? Uh, I, I guess, I guess, uh, no, early 90s. Okay. Um, Drugs? No, no. Well, I mean, we don't know, obviously, because obviously there's... I mean, we'll, we'll come to the cheating in a minute. Oh, we'll come to the cheating okay. in a minute. But, but he was... he, he the, They had this test. I, I can't remember. The, I was looking for it online. couldn't find the details of it. Where they tested people from every sport to try and work out who was the fittest. And it's obviously all to do with, yeah. you know, your ability to turn oxygen into energy, pretty yeah. much, yeah. Um, and they tested Miguel Inurain. Um Anyway, I've got I've got the stats, which is fantastic because he kind of came top over a lot of a, extreme athletes. So uh, his blood takes seven liters of oxygen. The normal person is three to four. Yeah, right. That is That's super. Fair. It's just unbelievable. Um, uh, sorry, th- so three to four for a normal person, and five to six for normal riders. Oh, right. Right, so like for normal tour riders, he takes oh, a, so tour riders, tour riders, five to six, five six, him seven. Uh, his heart pumps fifty liters a minute, double that of a normal fit amateur, double. Yeah, right. uh, his his lung capacity is seven point eight liters compared to an average of six liters. But the, this is the one that, th- that I just thought was fantastic. His resting pulse is yeah. twenty eight. Yeah, yeah. Now I knew that the tour guys were low. So an average is 60 to 70. Yeah, yeah. He's 28. So that basically means that his heart is so freaking powerful. It, it just, just, just it, it's on tick, beats every so often. It's on tick over. That's incredible. Um, but but yeah, here's the thing. I mean, it's obviously, it's a five five in a row it is, is pretty impressive. But, you know, I mean, I, I think that, you know, the, 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 there's obviously a, a, a particular cyclist recently who's, who's had more than five in a row, which I, I think we... Uh, Voldemort or someone else whose name we, we won't mention. Um, but I think, you know, although there's been a lot of hoo-ha around that, I think he did his tours in, in a way which was more reflective of the history of the tour. Mm, yeah, so, so I've, I've listened to a, a podcast with him on. Right. What's his name again? We can talk about his name. Uh, what's his name? No, let's, Lance, call, let's, let's La- call him Voldemort because it's great. Lance yeah. Voldemort Armstrong. Um, yeah. So I've listened to him on the Joe Rogan podcast and... Um, He's an incredibly interesting guy. Yeah, no, 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 he is. And, and, and I'm not taking, I'm not saying it wasn't his fault because he knew exactly what he was doing, but they were all doing it. Well, so, so, so the, the history of the tour is hilarious. The, the, the first year was, was basically just a few sections and there was quite a bit of cheating. The second year, it, 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 it stood up a little bit. Uh, so... Um, uh, Garen, who on the, on the first year was was again in the wrong, but um, was disqualified along with three other people. Um, things including putting itching powder in rivals' shorts, sabotaging okay. bikes, taking illegal feeds to cover bits of the uh, illegal uh, feed to cover bits of the course, uh, inciting his supporters to spread broken glass and tacks in the uh, in the path of following riders. Um, Two people were physically beaten with sticks, so they couldn't complete. Uh, one of the guys was caught being towed by a car by keep having a, a cork with a wire in it in his teeth, no. so no one could see. 
That's crazy. Um, and one guy uh, took the train. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I, so, I have heard that. So he, he, he kind of went two-thirds of the way on the train. Sort and then ducked pop, away. Popped out looking all fresh. Oh, so it's, I think that's absolutely fantastic. And what, the best bit about all of this is none of those people were actually disqualified. They were mm. all allowed to continue. Now Lance Armstrong took a few dodgy pills. It, it, it's a problem. But I, 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 the thing, I, I, love, I love cycling, not because of the, you know, because cycling itself, just a race, a single race is one thing. But when you actually understand, it's a bit like all sports, a bit like some of the, particularly some of the American sports, which are down to the really minute details like baseball and various others. But when you understand the amount of tactics that's involved in getting your rider up, and, yeah. and you know, and and doing all the right things, and and, 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 and breaking riders at the point where they, so they actually go out their way to find the point where an, a rival rider is is poor, like on descents or on a, you know, on a climb, or you know, he's always bad when he's feeding or whatever else, and they attack at exactly that point. There's a lot of tactics to it, but it's not just that. It's the fact that on the tour they do it day after day after day after day and it's it's the teamwork and just the sheer endurance of doing it that's uh, just ridiculous uh, so look i'm i'm i i'm very impressed by the tour de france i don't understand it and i think those sort of sports like the tour de france where it's strategy it's it's calculated i'm just not clever enough for it like and, and the same with the Grand Prix, like Formula oh, One. Yeah, well, well, hang on, we'll come. To, we will come to that later. But I'm just, but, um, I'm, I just, you know, whoever scores more goals, it's yeah. quite simple for me. I, I the the one I like is um is the Paris Roubaix. So Paris Roubaix is is a uh, one of the early races. One is one of the the, the great one day events, uh, and it goes from uh, Paris to is it Roubaix 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 I think. Um, wrong wine. Um, I know. Drink up. Sorry, listeners, we're just changing wines. Right. It, it, Go on, Rubai. It, it, it's less than five seconds. It's, it's, like, it's like an F1 race. Um, uh, so it's Rubai. Anyway, Rubik's. Let's do Let's Let's call it Rubik's. Um, and it's race on cobbles. So it's actually one of the oldest races. Now, um, obviously, all rural roads in, in France used to be cobbled. Rural roads? Rural roads. <laughs> Brown booze. Um, and, uh, and, and as time has gone by, they've tried to find the old uh, the cobbled roads, the pave, um, to race on because it's part of what makes it. And um, the, the story I love about this is that uh, the, the, race had, the race went on and then, the, then obviously the war happened. Uh, and uh, after the war, they went to try and find what was left of the old course. Yeah. And found that, you know, the whole, I mean, the whole sections, you know, the, the, where the trenches had been and everything else, that was just totally gone. Yeah. There, there was nothing there. There was, the, the towns they'd gone, they used to go through had literally disappeared. Everything had been, the, the stones, everything else had been scavenged and used to something else. So literally, they just turned into nothing. And someone and just said, this is hell. Hmm. Um, and, and that's why, and it, it was reported as the hell of the north, northern yeah, front. Right. So uh, Paris River has been known as the hell of the north ever since. Yeah, right. Um, and it's but there's this fantastic story about you know when they tried to find enough road to run it on. Yeah, yeah. That they ran it through all these little villages, all of which you know had fallen into basically just been been backwaters. Uh, but the war had destroyed all the main the main areas. Yeah. Um, and there was this this pub uh, or bar that in France that the rule is you have to open once a, once a year to keep your license. So it only opened on like the barman's birthday or whatever the story. It doesn't doesn't matter. One day a year. 
Anyway, so the tour now goes through that village and that area, the parve through that village is, is a particularly important section. And the bar there is now open almost around the clock during that time and is open 365 days a year as a result. So it's, yeah, right. you know, I, I like the fact that the heritage, I like the fact they've saved a bar. That makes me happy. It, have, have you seen changing subject ever so slightly? Oh, by the way, there's a French restaurant in, in Melbourne called Hell in the North. Okay, good. Uh, have you seen the documentary about the TT thing on the island? Oh, is it Isle of Man? Oh, yes. Oh, cool. Should we swap? Should we what swap to that? No, no. Well, yeah. Well, uh, the only reason I'm thinking of that is just because yes. you talk about the history of the race and what's it called? It's the TT Isle of Man TT. It's the tourist tourist trophy. That documentary is completely bonkers. Well, the race is yes. completely bonkers. Yeah, yeah. It's. Um, I, I mean, this is actually not about sporting moments. Just about no, no. You know, sport, it, it doesn't. It? it doesn't matter, but. So, I mean, as you know, I made a titter myself on my old Jigsaw uh, on, on tracks over the years. So I, I have a tiny appreciation for what those guys do. I mean, not, not a lot, obviously, but, um, but yeah, the, the, the TT, you know, the, uh, the Dunlop family and, and the Martins and, you know, a lot of the guys who are, are street racing families, you know, mm. history, um, you know, they put aside any semblance of personal safety to build honestly to build a legacy mm. it, it's not it, it's race. not about necessary i mean i mean you know two two people die at the tt on average every year have you actually been to see it live no, no so you, you know i'm um i'm going to the goodwood revival which yeah, i yeah, yeah, earlier yeah. on uh, which i've never been to but I'm, I'm hoping to jag a, a jagger drive um but you know obviously i'm, I'm never going to be one of these people and go to the you know the mealy migli or, or or any of those sort of things but you know you can go to the, i don't know what that is but okay uh, it's a uh, it's a thing. It, it's it's a thing. I'll explain. Okay. I'll explain the layer. Okay. Off, okay. Off, off air. Um, but the TT, I'd love to go to. I'd absolutely. It's quite dangerous being a uh, 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 what do you call them? A spectator. A spectator. Yes. Because you could die. So do you do you really not understand basic words anymore? Um, no, well, no. What, what are we drinking? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But I've like I said, the my only experience of the TT race is that amazing documentary yeah, and the, the the footage of the cameras on the bike. And you actually see what they have to do. It, 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 it is. I mean, you've got to remember, those, those guys are travelling, uh, you know, inches away from, from walls. Yeah. But, you know, and don't get me wrong, the, I've, I've fallen off enough bikes. I've, I've had some fairly heavy impacts on tracks and stuff. And, and falling off on a track, uh, it, it does hurt. But, I mean, because you're protected by nothing more than a bit of second-hand cow and, and some bits of plastic on the pointy bits, right? Yeah, yeah. So it, it does bloody hurt. And, you know, uh, myself, of all people, I understand the risks of, of, of riding motorbikes, right? Um, but riding on the road is totally different. Hmm. You know, if you fall off on the track and you slide for a bit and then you go and pick your bike up and wonder how much that's going to cost you. Yeah. If you're very unlucky, you high-side it and you have a, a significantly worse day. Hmm. Um you know, but on on the road, I mean, those guys are pushing the limits of what's what's physical, physically possible. And if they come off, they that that's that. But they're not doing it for winning. I mean, winning is important, but what they're doing it for is is particularly the families, the guys who do it for forever are you know um, you know it's legacy. Mm. It, it, it's um, I, I used to love the um, uh, what's called the superbike format because it it's a bit like real. It's, it's normal bikes. You know, it's effectively. Uh, tricked up versions of, of, of road bikes um, and um, I was lucky enough I, I, I did a few weeks in South Africa for, for work and we went to Kailami where the, the superbike race was on 
uh, and I met Carl Fogarty, who was, I think, four-time world superbike champion. Um, and a really nice guy, but he was, I was chatting to him for a little while, he was, he was just, you know what, he, he's just about to go out and risk his life and everything else, he, he was just having a natter mm. um, uh, to, to me, me and a couple of mates, um, and we are chatting about a few things, and all he spoke about was his dad, and his mm. dad was a racer as well, and he was saying, oh, well, you know, it was worse than dad's time, and blah, 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 and that was all, it, so it's, it's, it's all about heritage and legacy and everything else, and he spoke to us for, for donkeys, and, and, until we got kicked out of the pit lane. Mm. Because apparently you're not allowed to drink in the pit lane, which we didn't know. Right, um, right. You know, uh, so, um, but he was, yeah, he said, I've, 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 I've got a signed poster somewhere. Oh, have you? Yeah, and, and, a, and a pit on lane pass and a, and a few other bits and pieces. On your, on your wall at home in your mum and dad's house? No, no, it's, I, I, I don't Next know where it is. Sam Fox. Uh, and, and, and a white Lamborghini. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all right with that. But no, he was, he, um, and, and he's, you know, um, he, he was a, another northerner, although he's from Lancashire, so, you know. Who's your favourite golfer? Who's my favourite? Well, obviously my dad's my favourite golfer. No. Seve Ballesteros. Seve Ballesteros, good one. Yeah, good obvi- one. obviously. So uh, one of my greatest sporting moment memories is the 1995 British Open, which was at St Andrews. Yes. Did you go? Well, I was working... Uh, at the Old Course Hotel, which was the hotel for the stars. Were you, were you behind the bar? I was. I was in. The, I was working in the cocktail bar. Dave and I. Uh, so I was uh, serving all the the stars and the players. Well, you know. And it was amazing. Who was nice? Uh, so who was John Daly was awesome. So we actually spent a bit of time with him the night. The night. Yeah, it's lovely. The, the night he won. Yeah. And it was incredibly exciting because I would basically watch golf all day and then run to do my shift at the hotel. Yep. And it was just, and it was the best open because you were there and you were in the middle of the action. It was awesome. John Daly is literally like Happy Gilmore, isn't he? I mean, he he's he, brilliant. He's, he's just, one of my favourite golfers. He's, he's not my favourite. He's just a lovely, yeah. You know, obviously, he's an, uh, well, we, I don't know if we'd like to talk about this, but he, he has, um, he, he drinks. Right. Oh yeah, no, he yeah. doesn't hide it either. Yeah. Um, no, he's just, he's a, he's a, he loves it. He's I think he is now just a consistent boozer as opposed to when he was really famous, he was quite a bad alcoholic. Was it is it was it Bill Werbenick or the what, snooker player? The snooker player. Yeah, he was a good boozer. Uh, and the, you know you know they used to cuz when when they played snooker they used to drink. Um and I remember this this interview with him on I think it was Parkinson for some for some reason. Probably very middle class of me. Um, but he was on there, and he was really upset because they'd stopped them drinking. And he was a, I think it was Bill Wilder. He, he was a functioning alcoholic. Um, he was the big burly Canadian player. Yeah, yeah, and, and big Clinton. big Bill Werberdick. That's right. Uh, if, if if it wasn't, and, and you're listening, Bill, I'm terribly sorry. Uh, but it was someone else of your generation. Um, but he was actually bawling his eyes out, going, "This is they've taken literally taken my, my my job away from me. This is all I do." Yeah. And they've said I can't drink anymore, and you know, it, 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 like political madness gone wrong. But um, yeah, it, it was it was quite heartfelt to watch this guy just go, "This is this is what I do." Mm. It was either that or a, or a or a darts player. This is not a good story, is it? Uh, no, no, it's fine. It's obviously alcohol related. It was, it was, it was one of the back to John Daly. Yeah, yeah. Nineteen ninety five open. So you were asking me who good was, trousers? Who was nice? Great trousers now. Simon likes his trousers. Right. Uh, so who was nice? Colin Montgomery was very nice. Yes. I can believe that. Bruce Forsyth was very nice. What? 
Why was it? Well, because he's a crazy golf fan, and obviously he was—he's uh, a famous chap who. Was it? Was went, it? Was it nice to see him? It was nice to see him. Nice. Yeah. Is that it? Nice to see him. To see him. Nice. See nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right. uh, he was very nice. Um, who else was really nice? Sevi was really nice, although I never got to meet him. But Dave uh, had to take a phone call from the cocktail bar, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the wankiest phrase of all time. I had and, to take a phone call from the cocktail and he, bar. And he took the phone call and he was and he picked up the phone and goes, uh, "Rolled whole cocktail bar can I help you." And he obviously somebody was talking the other end and Dave goes, "I'm sorry, sir. I can't understand you. You have to slow down. I, I really can't understand you." Yup. Okay. Yep, absolutely, Mr. Bellasteros. No problem at all. Thanks very much. <laughs> <laughs> and that's real. That's a, that's a very nice. Story. I like that. That's a good story. Um, but you know what? Most of them are nice. I mean, Nick Faldo was. I mean, he, it's not that he wasn't rude or anything. He was just kind of just. He's just. I think he's just quite a quiet guy. So that can probably sometimes come across as sort of arrogant and stuff did like you that. Have, did you have a Pringle jumper? Yeah, he did have a Pringle jumper. No, did you have a Pringle jumper? No, I had, did, a, could, I, had a, I had a tartan waistcoat and a bow tie because I was in the cocktail could, bar. You came, to, you came to golf late, didn't you? I did, very you, late. You, you are irritatingly good at golf considering... Because you basically don't try and... You, you play golf like someone who's doing it properly. Um, I, well, I, I enjoy I, it. We don't, slow and steady down the middle are really you know, we don't We don't play it enough and we should play more because no. it's good fun. Because it's probably one of the few times you can sort of take the piss out of your mates for four hours. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 Apart I like, from this. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it's not four hours. No. no hopefully. We, well, I mean, the last one we did nearly was. <laughs> um, uh, no, but it, it's good. I mean, I, I like golf or creative accounting, as Lynn calls it. That's um, right. That's right. Would, so, you like, would you like a, a golf-related factoid? Oh, yes, I'd love it. True that. or false? Okay. True or false? True or false? Well, oh, it's a Scottish golf-related question. Okay. Well-known Scott and Formula One driver David Coulthard once caught a golf ball in his car at nearly 100 kilometres an hour. True or false? True. False. It was 200 kilometres an hour. No. True story. The ball was hit by Jake Shepard and Coulthard caught it nearly 300 metres away in a Mercedes as part of a stunt. No way. That's pretty good. Oh, so it was a planned thing. It was a planned thing. There was a stunt. Yeah, I mean, he didn't just actually catch it on, like, you know, just, just going into the, the left <laughs> left hand of Rascas or something, you know. <laughs> down through Kramer curves. and Oh, it's a golf ball. I'll have that, you know. Oh, it's a ping. You know, though, um, okay, well, this is good. We'll, we'll keep doing this. So, 1995 British Open, that is one of my greatest sporting moments. John Daly. John Daly. He good. was the man, and he was, he took the time in the evening to have a photo with us behind the bar, and he had his, um, he had his uh, big bowl of ice cream because he wasn't drinking then, he was basically just eating. <laughs> so, yeah, his big, massive bowl of ice cream. He was really cool. So that was that was an that was an amazing week actually. That, that oh, was just I'm really all I'm all right. This uh, so he was eating a lot. Yeah, he was because he. I think he probably had to find some other vice. Okay. I think he was still smoking, mm. but he was smoking and eating ice cream and burgers. I think. Okay, I have here a, a list of major eating league championship <laughs> things. Oh, segue. Yeah, so I'm, I'm glad you did yeah, that. Okay, oh, that was yeah, good. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. You're welcome. What would you? How much do you think is the uh, major league major league eating championship for apple pies in eight minutes? How many? In weight. It's all in weight, dude. Oh, kilos. How much, how much apple pie? I, I can convert it into kilos if you like. It's in pounds. Oh, blimey, eighty kilos. 
That that's a human being. <laughs> Is that too much? Is that too much? Yeah. What in eight minutes you can eat another human being? <laughs> I don't know. Forty. This isn't no. This isn't going to work. This isn't okay. going to work. This is not. Going, is this not a good bit? It's not going to work. Apple pie like like four point three. It Kilos. doesn't work. It doesn't work. Uh, yeah, that's not a very big apple pie. How about? Well, that, actually, actually, that, are we talking McDonald's apple pie? Mate, that shit actually. It's, sorry, but <clears throat> I'm terribly sorry, readers. Um, that's that's terrible because apple pie is four point three. Oh no, hang on. Sorry, no, I've this got. This is good, John. I've got that terribly wrong. This is, a, this these is are, juicy. This these bit. are three pound apple. It's forty. It's basically fourteen kilos of apple pie. Uh, okay, that's quite a lot. That's fourteen kilos of apple pie. It's unbelievable. Yes. That uh, that's that that makes me feel quite sick. Okay, go on. Keep going. Uh, how many days to glow nut? Days glow nuts. <laughs> what? That doesn't make any sense. Glazed donuts. How many glazed donuts? <laughs> Dazed glow nuts. I'm going with how many or how ma- how many go- donuts? <laughs> how many donuts in eight minutes? A hundred. Fifty-five. Holy shit! That's not that many. Fifty. What in fifty-five? In how long? Eight minutes. That is. Oh, it probably gets quite sweet and quite spiky, doesn't it, with all the sugar? Yeah, yeah. How many hamburgers in eight minutes? Oh. Thirty. 103. What? 103 hamburgers. Disgusting. They got hot dogs? Uh, Yeah. Hot dogs will definitely be in there. Why is this greatest sporting moment? Hot dogs, right. Hot dogs in 10 minutes, uh, including the bun. 100. 74. Yeah, that's pretty massive. Can you imagine 74? That's that little Chinese guy, isn't it? I don't know. Why are you whispering? Well, because I said Chinese. Okay. <laughs> right. I remember seeing him on TV. He was Asian. He might not be. Chinese. The, the, but there's everything here: jalapeno poppers, meat pies, mutton sandwiches. Who mainlines mutton sandwiches oh, for Christ's sake? Nice. Pastrami, pork ribs, pulled pork. Actually, there's a whole section for pork. Pulled it's not pork, really sporty though, is it, John? It's major league eating, isn't it? There's a, there's a... <laughs> All right, fine. Fine. You, uh, you, you don't, you don't like my segues, do you? No, no, no. I do. Have, have you got any more like uh, sort of actual stuff? Yeah. Have you got any more sporting stuff? Because I know you, you said right at the start you're not a sporting type person. No, I, I have. The, so, so I mean, as we were saying before, I, I'm. You know, I, I do like the, you know, uh, the 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 motorsports a lot, as as you know. Um, Who was your favourite driver? Uh, Sebastian Loeb. I don't know him. So, um, so, so I, I, I do like Formula One. Um, I, I like it because I, I, I like the cars. I like the, the, the techie geek stuff. But I'll be the first to admit it doesn't make for great racing a lot. Right. They're, they're very big. They're very wide. The, the racing is, is, is not that close. And, you know, as you know, I've been to Bathurst a few times, the, the yep. V8. So I, I, love, I love endurance racing. And you, know, you go and see that and you get, you know, it's a thousand kilometres long. Uh-huh. It's on a bloody, uh, they call it a mountain, it's not a mountain, but it's a bloody steep hill. Yeah. You know, they, they go around and around, they, they have crashes, they, they, you, get, you see them going across the skyline at about, you know, 200 kilometres an hour, they bang into the wall just enough to flatten the mirror against the side of the car, and then as they go around the next corner, they lean out and push it back out again. I mean, you, you, the, 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 the level of driving is absolutely astronomical. They do that for basically seven hours, and the last two times I've been, there's been less than a car length between first and second place. 
Um, yeah, and, and you did get, show me. You did show me some footage on YouTube, and I did think it, it was quite cool. Um, but you, you get that, and, and you know, and occasionally you get ones cars that come in with you know a wheel missing, and they'll re replace all the suspension because it's got seven hours, right? So replace all the suspension and send it back again. We we saw this fantastic one about oh, five years ago or whatever it was. Um, a wheel came off a car, bounced up, went through the windscreen of another car. Thankfully, there's a there's a bar across the windscreen for just that thing. The guy with the broken windscreen goes into. Um, by the way, it's got nothing to do with Sebastian Loeb, in case you're wondering. Um, uh, <laughs> right. Goes into the pits. The they go over, try and put a new windscreen in, and realise that it's actually dinged the roof, and so there's no way of getting a windscreen. Right. In. So the the stewards come over and go, well, the car's perfectly okay, but you can't go back on the, out the track as soon as it goes down the, the main straight, which is about 300k an hour. The rear windscreen's going to come out, and that's going to cause an accident. So the guys get up on the car with a sledgehammer. Yeah break the rear windscreen. At the same time, the driver gets out, swaps to the co-driver, who's put on a second race suit. Because it's about five or six degrees up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And at 300k an hour, five or six degrees is quite cold. Yeah, right. right. Um, they wrap, basically wrap him up, gaffer tape around like his gloves so there's no air getting in anywhere. Yeah. Send him back out again. Um, and then <laughs> they get him on the radio. So that, and the best thing about the track is that they have the TV coverage plays over the speakers. So it's like watching it on TV, except you're really there. Anyway, so they're going around, he's going down the straight at whatever it is, 290k an hour with no windscreen and no rear screen. So it's basically going, going straight through. Going, so how's it going? Like, yeah, it's fucking cold. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but so, you know, so I, I, I like that sort of thing. I, I do like racing, but Formula 1 just doesn't do it for me. But, but rallying is, is unbelievable. It's just superhuman. You know, the minimal grip, they're on snow and, you know, I was about to say ice, uh, but, you know, it's, 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 yeah, mostly, it, it, it's you know, oh, uh, oh, oh, and, oh, and oh. sand and off-road and everything else, metres away from trees. They often get it wrong, um, you know, and, and, you know, again, so it's that, that bravery thing. Um, Sebastian Loeb won the World Championship Rally nine years running. Oh, so he's a rally guy, he's not a Formula he's, One he's guy. Rally, right, he's sorry. a rally guy, right. So sorry. nine years running. Okay. It's it's. Where's he from? He's French. Ah, oh, Trevian. Lourdes. Um, so he and he's now uh, doing the Paris Dakar and Le Mans. So basically, it, it, it's just fucking showing off. He's he's amazing and he's a lovely, lovely, lovely guy. A lovely French chap. Yeah. So he's my favourite driver. Does he smoke Jetin? Uh, probably. Uh, does he, does it, he like the uh, the Galois? Yes. Listen to Ernest Hemingway. Yeah. So does, does he wear a beret? So there's my other segue. Ernest Hemingway, there are only three sports, bullfighting, motor racing and mountaineering, all the rest are merely games. Ernest Hemingway. Yeah. What's you, your favourite Ernest Hemingway book? Uh, I, I, I don't know. The um, Bell's Toll, obviously. Oh yes, of course. Um, uh, so you like bull riding, don't you? Professional bull riding. Yeah. Yes, but I don't have a greatest sporting moment associated with the the uh the professional bull riding as yet but uh they are coming to sydney john would you like to come yeah I, of course I will. I, so i tried to watch that that show the the one on on Netflix, um and uh i couldn't watch, I, yeah i couldn't watch it because the first I, i'm not very good with um sorry, injuries I, yeah so well, there's plenty of them in that yeah, um, sorry, sorry. We, we said we weren't going to get deep again, but yeah, as you know, I'm I'm okay in a an emergency situation when it actually occurs. Yeah. Um, but I I don't like thinking about them. Um, Fair enough. I, I don't know why it just it just weirds me out a little. But we bit. will go. But I'm um, gonna I'm gonna move on 
because um, I'd like to specifically talk about the London Olympics in 2012. Okay. Did you love it? 2012? The London Olympics. No, I didn't love it at all because I wasn't there. I had no, no, nothing to do with it. Did you watch it? No. It was all uh, really? on at night. It was magnificent. Why? Because oh, I, 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 I it was in London. And we're both... Well, I know you say you're Australian, but I'm, we're, I'm, we're I'm, of I'm, British I'm, origin. Yes, I'm English. That's fine. Um, did you not... Really? That's... Oh, okay. So... Um, Nigel actually came over to stay with us in Perth, and, oh, did he? He, and he brought his uh, iPad with him, and he'd obviously subscribed to the special Foxtel thing where they basically had six channels. Right. And we basically watched the Olympics for the whole time I was here. It was great. That's excellent. But one of my greatest sporting moments is um, is watching Mo Farah win his double golds, not only in two thousand and twelve, but in two thousand and sixteen. Good. Do you know who Mo Farah is? No. He's the man. Right. He's the long distance runner. Oh, yeah, yeah okay. Now, now I do. Now He's I the do. guy that is, I think he was born in, um, well, he was born in Africa, but where was he born? Uh, no, he was born in, um, I can't remember. I can't find it. But anyway, he was amazing. And then in the 2016, yes. it was either the five or the 10,000, he fell over in the final. <gasps> and he still won. So, so he fell over and then still won? Yes. That's a bit like crashing in Formula One and still winning. That doesn't happen. Yes. Yeah. Okay. He's amazing. He is a god. He is, and he's the nicest guy as well. He's a Londoner, and he he so, so, basically was the hero of two thousand twelve. So, so, so you're you're a, an Olympics fan. Not usually, but I was in two thousand twelve because I think it's because it was London. You, you know, I got into terrible trouble when I first got Somalia. here. He's born Somalia. He's from Somalia. I got in terrible trouble because the first, first show I was here was the the Olympics when and in Sydney. Um, wasn't that fantastic? Would have been fantastic. It, it, it was. It was. Fanta- it was. And I went to see a few things, and which was which was brilliant. Um, but one of the guys in the office came in, and you, you know when you know you've made a cultural mistake. Yeah. Um, so he was very happy because he got tickets to the finals mm-hmm. of, of the swimming. Now, oh, God, I can't stand the swimming. No, but here's the thing. So you know, obviously, I'm, I'm torpedo. I'm, I'm I'm from Yorkshire, and you know, for for, for me, it just feels like a parlour trick. You know, it's just not drowning, you know. <laughs> not but sinking. I, but but I, and I promise you, this is true. I didn't know it was a sport. I didn't know swimming was actually a sport. It just never occurred to me that people did it competitively. Right. So, and I, I said something along the lines of "Brilliant! Did you get the tiddlywinks as well, or something?" Um, and really offended it. And really, really, really offended it. I felt, <laughs> I felt like, and the, you know, when you then they say, "Of course, it's a sport. We won five bloody Olympics." Oh, yeah, they're um, very the, the Australians, God love them, they're very sensitive about their swimming. Well, I mean, it isn't really a sport. Now, speaking of the Olympics, true or false, croquet was once in the Olympics. I'm going to say true. True. Paris Olympics, 1900, at the same Olympics, and this is the one I love, the same Olympics, there was a shooting event, live pigeon shooting. Yes. <laughs> yes, and they probably cooked them afterwards as well. I mean, it's just... It's, it's the squab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was absolutely fantastic. But what what sport would you like to see introduced into the Olympics, John? Uh, what sport Apart would I... from mixed martial arts, because I know you love it. That was a laugh. What do you think of the wine? The wine's great. The, wine, the, wine, the wine's good. Um, We've moved on to a Chilean little little cheeky number. You, you, so you, you've... Yeah, I don't know how we've gone from Italy to Chile. It doesn't matter. 
Um, uh, right, uh, what, would I, what would I like to see? Uh, I quite liked the BMX. I thought that was ridiculous. No, but that's in. I know, I know. Oh, has it stayed in? I thought it was just in for us. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Well, do you know what I don't like? I don't like the proper sport. I don't mean proper sport. I mean, the ones that are commercial. So I don't like tennis being in there or golf being in there. And you mean as in professionals? Or football or... So like Nadal playing. Yeah, I, I like the fact that they are unique sports for the Olympics. Yeah, I, 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 I know. I know we do, you know, I know there's the 100 and 200 and... Uh, the athletics are a thing. But and for that reason, I think I prefer the you know the Winter Olympics because you know it's I I know that I know there are skiing events otherwise, but but I quite like that because it's it's unique. Yeah, right. You know, I'd, I'd rather see you know professional pigeon shooting or or, or whatever than than watching football because football's a stupid thing. You yeah, know, you, you, it's you know you just get Barcelona to play and they're going to win. It's, it just doesn't work. Did you um now, now speaking of which, uh, did you know there's a world record? Uh, I, I promise you for this. There's a world record for the furthest squirt of milk from the eye. <laughs> what? There's a, from, a, from, from the, the eye. So you, you swallow oh, milk and then you swa- squirt oh, it out. Disgusting! I've seen that. What do you think it is? Um, four foot. Nine foot two inches. That's disgusting. <laughs> that can't be good for you. No, no, I bet it isn't. I, I, I loved it when I was looking up all these things and I found all these fantastic true or falses. Why, why, um, are, we, why are we doing great sporting moments when you just don't really know much about sport? But because because this isn't that's in the point of this. This is just an excuse for <laughs> us to get drunk and talk shit for a while. No, hour. no, I know. Right, true or false? Go on, I'm doing I'm doing two more and then you can be then you can be all sensible and wrap it up. Uh, if you no, like. no, 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 okay, go oh, on. Right. True or false? Former English cricketer, cricketer, God, Jesus, uh, Freddie Flintoff holds the world record for the number of balloons burst with the bum. That's false. That's true. <laughs> oh God! Really? Yes, he did it as part of sport relief, and no. he now is still official. I don't know why anyone's not tried to beat that. I can't remember. A, a, a number in 30 seconds. Is He's done answer. all right for himself after cricket. He, he has. Have you seen Lord of the, the Fries? That's brilliant. No, I haven't seen that, but he does like a podcast and stuff like yeah, that. No, he does it, do it, very it, well. It, it's excellent. Uh, and my, la- my last, my last true or false, because this one just made me laugh. The, the fastest, true or false, the fastest recorded marathon by someone dressed as a piece of fruit was Sally Orange, who was dressed as an orange. <laughs> is that true or false? <laughs> yeah. Uh, true. It's true. The London Marathon, yes. four hours, 32 minutes. Yes. And for extra bonus points, the singer Fiona Apple once running the New York Marathon dressed as an apple. Are you asking me if that's true or false? Yeah. That's true. That's false. That's absolutely ah, I made that up. It's bastard. total credit. <laughs> you bastard. Sorry. 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 Hey, well, I'm not going to be sensible. I'm just going to um, talk about probably my favourite greatest sporting moment and that okay. was Australia versus Uruguay in the 2005 qualifying game for the World Cup okay because I was there oh were you I was there with um, our friend Michael Nile yeah and several other people who I can't remember but they were I think they were genuinely his mates and um, I think it was like a last minute thing right and I think he he put out like a oh god 2005 was that Facebook anyway he put out an email saying who wants to come? Wants to come. And right. I was like, yeah, I'm up for that. And uh, we were behind the goal when um, the winning penalty was scored. 
Were you? It was amazing. That, it uh, was that that's a, that's actually a moment. That was fantastic. So it was like, I think Mike was the only Aussie there. There was me. There was Irishman. There was Welshman. But it was just like we were all massively Australian that night, and it was just such a fantastic did, atmosphere. Did Do you find that difficult? I, I, I find it. I've said this before, and I, I know that uh, particularly if Glenn's listening, I, I know this is going to annoy you, mate. But you know, I always think of Eng- England's a place I was brought up, which I love deeply. But England's, you know, my father's country, and this is mine. Um, this is which where I've chosen to live. It's it, it's my country, so I I I have no problem doing things like you know. But f- I wasn't even a permanent following. resident by that point. Right. So, but but I made you, an absolute decision. But you that felt Australia, the thing, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but I made an absolute decision that Australia. Was uh, do, do you think there's going to be a point where you're going to support Australia in the Ashes with me? Never. Why? Because I'm English. I'm British well, and I'm Australian. I, I was about to say, aren't you Scottish? Well, no, well, I was born born in England, brought up in Scotland. Yeah, but you're the most Scottish English person I know. I'm not that Scottish. In what way? Well, I, I, a kilt. I, 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 I can't have a conversation with you without the words... Ok, know, the new. <laughs> Macbeth and St. And Andrew's being used. Um, Did you, um, have you ever seen any of the Australian women's sport? Because you know, we, you know, Australia's about the best there the oh. is in the world at women's sport. Now I tell you what I well I've I've watched on television was when Australia played New Zealand in the final of the Commonwealth Games, the, the rugby, or netball, netball, right. and that was two thousand and ten. And me and Tanya had a yeah, massive a- falling out because I support New Zealand. Oh well, that's that's perfectly reasonable. Yeah, no, I mean it wasn't it wasn't logical, but it was a great game. But- Cricket, rugby, football, swimming, netball, uh, they're, they're amazing everything. Pr- Who? Australia? Australia. The Australian women's team are absolutely amazing. Oh, the Australian women's. I was going to say, I don't know about the men. But the no. men's netball team is terrible. Yeah. Um, but, um, and, and, and that, it doesn't even, you, you can't even start. But, and then there's, obviously there's, there's golf. Yeah. So Carrie Webb, who is, it's actually easier to make a list of things that Carrie Webb hasn't won yeah. than, than everything else. She's a yeah. force of nature. It's, it's unbelievable. And we apparently we're quite good at surfing. Yeah, I know we're very good at surfing. The women's surfing scene is well, women's surfing champion apparently is in Australia. Like the but, top ten world surfers, there's at least half of them are Aussies. But the thing is, surfing that might be completely inaccurate. I, I, I. Now, I, I'm, again, I'm, I'm going to upset people, but I don't understand surfing as a sport because I, I'm not saying it's not a skill. I'm not taking away from you know you know many people you know Kelly Slater and everyone else who, who have who are amazing athletes, but I don't understand how you score it because there are only about five things as far as I can work it's out, out you can do. It's out ten, isn't it? No, no, but I mean you go along and you go up and then you go down and, and yeah, then you no, might splash a bit of water. Very... Occasionally someone gets the board all the way around, which is pretty impressive. But So the scoring is subjective or it, 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 is, it, it, is, it, sub- is that the right It's word? very subjective. But subjective, yeah. But it's, 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 you know, I don't, I just don't understand. Um, uh, anyway, so so if you like surfing and you uh, no, I don't like surfing and it looks pretty scary. So. Okay, well, and it involves water, uh, so and, and clearly so, I'm going nowhere near it. Yeah, that, that, that's fair. So if anyone's listening and, and you like surfing and you want to complain, uh, write to us too at uh, no. random rankings at hotmail dot com. No, is no, actually uh, our, our email address. Oh, is that right? Okay, well, yeah. I, I was going to go with turn left, turn left, turn left, fall in <laughs> at gmail dot com. But yeah, no, random rankings is better. <laughs> Randomrankings at hotmail.com for any complaints, compliments, yes. or anything. 
Did um, uh, have you any sort of? You, you obviously have many alternatives. No, no, I don't. I don't have many more. To be honest with you, do you not? Okay. I mean, I you know we could talk about Muhammad Ali. We could talk about Michael Jordan. Bruce Lee. Uh, no, not Bruce Lee. Why he's amazing? Yeah, but he's not. He was never a sports person, was he? He was a movie star. I'm, I'm going to forget I've heard that. Go on, go on, move well, on. Well, have you got something on Bruce Lee? No, no. Okay, okay. How about Randolph Fiennes? Uh, Randolph Fiennes? Yeah. I don't know who that is. The the world's greatest living explorer. Uh, Ralph Fiennes? No, he's the... He's the, uh, he's the actor. He's the actor. Was it Ra- Randolph Fiennes? Randolph Fiennes, first person to re- reach the North and South Pole by overland travels, cross Antarctica by foot, I, and transverse both no, polar No, I know who he cuts. is. I thought his first name was slightly different. Uh, but okay, uh, uh, Randy. That's how I. That's how I know him. Right, anyway, when his when five fingers turned black from frostbite, one arctic expedition, Fiennes sawed off the tips with a handsaw to avoid a ten thousand dollar surgery bill. So which he was is, hard. Yeah, hard as all fuck. But I like the fact that in two thousand and three he ran seven marathons. In seven days, on seven different continents. Is he still alive? On seven different no, continents. I heard you. Do you understand the implications of what that means? No, no. That, well, there was obviously a lot of um, high-speed travel involved. Yes. Getting him from one continent to the other. Yeah. Um, but my question was, is he still alive? Yes, of course he is. Because he's quite old, isn't he, now? Well, do, you, do you want to tell him that? No. No, 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 no. I um, definitely wouldn't want to take right. him on with his one-fingered hand. You still haven't, you still haven't understood the implication of the seven continents, have you? There are only seven continents, which means one of those was in Antarctica. Yeah, but he's done loads of Antarctica, so it would have been like, oh yeah, I've been here before, done it. What, I've turned up, I've run a, a marathon, yeah, and then I've nipped off to South America the next day by, I don't know, something. It's not very far though, is it? From Antarctica to South America, it's like a... It's like a, a, a small plane ride. It's 14 days in a boat. Yeah, but he didn't go by boat, did he? Well, obviously not. Because <laughs> it wouldn't have been a <laughs> He did then. 14 marathons in between. <laughs> it was just warming up. No, it's very impressive. Fine, good. It's very impressive. Okay. <laughs> did you want me to be more aghast about that? Well, I would have thought with your, you know, your, your recent uh, conversion to the running fraternity that you would have, you would have been gushing. I don't that. just run. I do other things. I don't just run. I do other things. Really? All right, have you got anything else? Have I got anything else? I've got a top three. Okay. Have you got a top three? No, I'm going to talk about my, my favourite... I, I did a lot of research on this, and I'm going to talk about my favourite two things, and amazingly, they're both about baseball. So pick any... Really? Uh, pick any... any so you like baseball? No, but I like these facts. Oh, right, I love baseball, actually. Right. I'm so a massive Sox fan. Right. That's Red Sox. Uh, actually, I, no. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do three. And I have three. None of which I've spoken about so far. Okay. Go. Uh, at three, uh, Marcus, our friend Marcus. Yes. So you know he moved in. Uh, Del Marcus moved into uh, a flat near the bowling club. Yes. The bowling club is the cheapest place to drink near there. Yes. Uh, and as a result, they used to go down and hang out at the bowl. And occasionally, Marcus used to bowl. Yeah. So he went from having never played gr- Crown Green Bowls to mm. playing for New South Wales in nine months. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's oh, I didn't actually know he ended up with New South Wales. It was, he played for New South Wales. Yeah, no, yeah, it was impressive. Yeah, that's, that's very good. It's the power of cheap booze. Yeah, yeah, great. So that's not my, my, my number three. <laughs> of course. 
Go on. Like, what, what, what's your problem here? No, nothing, nothing. Just uh, they're so vastly different to him. Yeah, John, Johnny Vandermeer was my was my next one. Uh, he's he's double no hitter. So I was reading about this and I was like, no, that can't actually be possibly true. And then I did a bit of research. And this is actually true. So you, you know, baseball. You know, yeah, you, you know, a pitcher pitches and the other team swings and hits them for six and but oh, yeah. not, not for six. Not that's, six. That's, that's, cricket. that's cricket. Yeah. And, uh, no, that's not that's not the case. Um, so he he on one day, three outs obviously per innings, nine innings, he got the entire team out without them ever hitting a single ball. That's very impressive. Right. So on June the eleventh in nineteen thirty eight, he got the entire Boston Bees out, who were the main. I think they're now the Red Sox. Sorry, Americans, if I'm wrong, because I'm don't, almost don't, certain. Don't piss almost the certainly off. wrong because they're the only Boston <laughs> people I know. Four days later, four days later, he did exactly the same to the Brooklyn Dodgers. Wow. The only person in history ever to do it. That's very good. That's a fact. That's unbelievable. Oh, I mean, you just think about the a the skill. Of, I mean, those are two professional teams. Well, I presume the bees were professional, um, but um, it, it's unbelievable. It's an un- I, unbelievable. I, fact. I think you would enjoy a live major league baseball game. Um, um, yeah, I don't see that's one. Of, that's actually a really great memory. It's not a great sporting moment, but seeing the, the Red Sox yeah, live, yeah, brilliant. And, and, and my favourite thing that I found in in all of my many research minutes. Uh, was about Willie Mays. Willie Mays Hayes? Yeah. Uh, so, as you know, centre field for the New York Giants. Uh, I thought he played for the Cleveland Indians in uh, Major League. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible, okay. yes. Uh, as you know... One hero- of Wesley Snipes' greatest roles, I thought. Uh, yes. It, it, <laughs> hero for an entire generation, but not the Wesley Snipes one. Go on. Um, and, and so I, li- I like this story. Every day he played at home, every single day, that morning, during the baseball season, he played a game stickball on the street with all the groups of children in the Harlem neighbourhood before he went to the game. What a guy. Every single one, every single day. So he, he turned up, played a game of stickball with the kids, and then went and played professionally. What a great guy. That's a lovely story. That is a great story. I like that very much. So that's my favourite factoid. Excellent. Thing. So it's your greatest sports moment. My greatest sports moments are my mate Marcus doing lawn bowls, and two facts I'd not heard until two days ago. Okay. Oh, you can see my heart's in this. No, 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 look, I, I'm, I, I've loved the, the research that you've done. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go for, um, well, at number three, I haven't mentioned it, but I am going to make a special mention to the Golden State Warriors who won their second championship in three years in the NBA, like a few days ago. Amazing achievement, and like I just think they're brilliant. And Kevin Durant is the man. Number two, I'm going to go with. Please make uh, the same about Kickstart. Uh, I'm no, no. I'm probably going to go with Paul Gaza playing the flute against <laughs> Celtic in 1998 because it was incredibly stupid, but uh, took some serious balls. And then number one's going to have to be um, pretending to be Australian against uh, Uruguay in 2005 when they qualified for the World Cup. The World Cup! I know, how did we do? Bloody World Cup. They ended up doing okay and uh, lost to Italy and they needed to win against Italy. They did very well, actually. Jesus, you are full of facts. No, no, they're great. Well, I love the World Cup. That's us. Excellent. We're done. We're done. We've made it through a topic we knew now about. Oh, no, we did very well. We did very well. That's another episode of Random Rankings. Now, for the next... 
episode, John. Are you calling it before we do it? Uh, no, no, I'm not going to tell you what the subject is, but we are going to have music intro and music outro. Oh, are we? Yeah, so that's your what? job. Okay. For the next what, you, one. You want me to write something? No, no, we just need to work out how to do it. So we're going to be, we're going to up the stakes for the next one. So it's going to be professional music. Welcome to Random Rankings and then outro music. See you next week. Excellent. Okay. Do you want me to hum something now? No, no, no. We just need to decide on what, because we can use 30 seconds or whatever. Anyway, um, thank you very much to everybody that listens. Thank you to everybody that subscribes and listens to us on iTunes. Uh, if you get a chance, uh, keep subscribing, keep reviewing, keep giving us feedback. And we will speak to you guys very soon. Thank you very much. Thank you, John. Tyler. Bye.